Hi, Steve Norris here. Welcome to Feel Good Friday, where every Friday we have a really short episode of just a few minutes sharing a story that you can listen to while you brush your teeth or have your morning coffee. And hopefully it'll make you smile or perhaps laugh or maybe even inspire you. But most importantly, we hope it makes you feel good. This week's story is about Harlan David Sanders, or as most of us know him as, Colonel Sanders, the face of Kentucky Fried Chicken, or now known as KFC. But what most people don't know, though, is what an interesting life and what a difficult life filled with obstacles that Harlan Sanders lived. He was born in 1890 near Henryville, Indiana, and he lost his father at the age of six. His mother was working in a tomato cannery, and she relied on Harlan to cook and care for his brothers and sisters. But life hit him very hard, and at a very young age, and because of the difficult situations he faced, he had to work as a farmhand starting at the age of 10. When he was in sixth grade, he dropped out of school and left his home. He then took a job painting horse carriages. When he was 16, he faked his age to enlist in the U.S. Army. After being honorably discharged a year later, he started working as a railway laborer and studied law at the nearby university until he ruined his legal career by getting in fights. So he was forced to move back with his mom, and then he got a job selling life insurance. After some time, he got fired from that job for not following orders. It was just one rough time after another for Harlan. Some years later, he established a ferry boat company, and it was actually a pretty good success. So he decided he would try selling that and cashing that in to create a chemical lamp manufacturing company where he thought that would be his big break. But only to find out that there was another company already selling electric lamps that were much better than his lamps. Once again, another big failure for Harlan Sanders. So he took a job as a salesman for a tire company, but again, he lost this job when the company closed its manufacturing plant. So by the age of 40, he now runs into a general manager of an oil company who asked him to run a service station for him. And just as things started working out pretty well with that gig, they were forced to shut down. The depression had come and things were getting tougher and tougher. Finally, Shell Oil Company offered him a service station rent-free in return for paying the company a percentage of sales. So he started operating the gas station, and people would come in, though, and they would ask him if there was a restaurant nearby as they were hungry passing through. So that gave Harlan the idea to begin serving chicken dishes, and he was cooking chicken out of a back storage closet for all the people that would stop by the station. His pan-fried chicken soon became a favorite with the people of the area, and it made him famous in the region. Since his chicken was starting to become a big success, he decided to remove the gas pumps, and he converted the property to a restaurant, and he began selling full-time, full-fledged his chicken. As things took off, he got into a big dispute with a competitor, and that resulted in a fatal shootout with one of his employees dying. Again, more bad luck for Harlan Sanders. Four years later, he bought a motel next to the chicken restaurant, hoping that that would create some good business. Business uh, Travelers coming into town, they would stay at his hotel, eat at his restaurant. But the tragedies continue as there was a fire that burned the hotel 
and the restaurant down to the ground. That didn't stop him. He rebuilt and ran a brand new motel with a 140-seat restaurant until what came along next? World War II forced him to close the restaurant and the motel down again. When the war ended, he tried selling his recipes to other restaurants. His recipe was rejected 1,009 times, allegedly. I read this in multiple sources, by the way. It was rejected 1,009 times when finally in 1952, he sold his secret recipe, Kentucky Fried Chicken, for the first time to the operator of one of the city's largest restaurants, and it quickly became a hit. And as a result, several restaurant owners franchised the concept and paid him four cents per chicken. However, his own personal restaurant was then crippled when they opened an interstate nearby and it dramatically reduced the traffic to the area and it crushed his sales, so he had to shut that down. And he just focused from that point on to pursuing his dream of spreading KFC franchises and hiring KFC workers all across the country. In 1965, at the age of 75, he was just getting started. After years of rejection, failures, and misfortune, Colonel Sanders' franchise approach finally became very successful. It was one of the first fast food chains to expand globally, opening outlets in Canada, the UK, Mexico, and Jamaica. By the mid-60s, the Colonel remained the company's symbol after selling it, and at that time, there were around 6,000 KFC locations in 48 countries. In 2018, there were 22,621 KFC restaurants worldwide. So after years of failure and misfortune, he sold it for what is today's dollars, $15.3 million. Even today, Sanders remains central in the KFC's branding, and his face still appears in their logo. His goatee, white suit, and western string tie continue to symbolize delicious country fried chicken all over the world. At age 90 in 1980, Sanders passed away from pneumonia. If you're overwhelmed by rejection or discouraged by setbacks, remember the story of Colonel Harlan Sanders. Fired from multiple jobs, ruined his legal career, was set back by the Great Depression, fires, and World War II, yet still created one of the largest fast food chains in the world. Sanders wouldn't let anything or anyone defeat him. We can learn a lot about failure and a lot about success from Colonel Sanders. And I'll close with a personal story that has always stuck with me. Way back in 2001, I attended a conference where a man named Frank McGuire was speaking, and I had the opportunity and the pleasure to meet him. Now, McGuire was one of the founders of Federal Express. He was an executive with American Airlines, and also in the very early days was Harlan Sanders' right-hand man at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And McGuire tells the story of when he first started working there, every day he would go into Colonel Sanders' office and he noticed a big sign behind his desk that said, opportunity is nowhere. And he thought, hmm, that seems like kind of a negative sign to be hanging in your office when you're a real positive guy like Colonel Sanders was. But he was too chicken, no pun intended, too chicken to ask his boss about it until after working there for weeks and even a couple of months, and he developed a rapport with him, and he finally said, Sir, I have to ask you, I keep noticing this sign, opportunity is nowhere behind your desk. Why would you have, you're a very positive leader, why would you have a sign that's negative on, on your wall? 
he turns around and looks at the sign, and he looks back at Frank McGuire, and he says, son, is that what you see? Opportunity is nowhere? When I look at that sign, I see opportunity is now here. That was just a beautiful example of perspective. And again, that story has always stuck with me. Sometimes the difference between two people looking at something or a set of circumstances is one thinks the sky is falling, the other sees opportunity. Opportunity that is right in front of you. Opportunity that is now here. If this story made you feel good or inspired you, we ask that you share this episode with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and write a quick 30-second review on Apple Podcasts as that helps us spread good vibes and get the word out to more good humans. If you have a great Feel Good Friday episode idea, please shoot us an email at betterplaceprojectpodcast at gmail.com and it may just end up on the show. For behind-the-scenes info, please visit our website at betterplaceproject.org and on Instagram at betterplaceproj. I will be back next Tuesday and every Tuesday with another full-format interview episode, and we'll see you here next Friday with a brand-new edition of Feel Good Friday. Until then, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Feel Good Friday. Make the world.